Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. So excited you decided to join us. Uh, before we jump in today, um, I want to make sure I give a shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, they were Their customer service is and again, this is from a Midwestern boy. Their customer service is second to none. Whenever I've had any problems with, with one of my three machines, they've always been able to help us. So go over and check out Dr. Dish. Mention Coach Unplugged, Teach Hoops, uh, any of our podcasts, Coach Collins, and they'll give you $400 off. You won't find a better discount out there. They will take really good care of you. And make sure you tell them I sent you. And then also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. Um, We are the only ones out there that offer 14-day free trial because we believe in our product so much that we want you to come and kick the tires. We want you to take it for a test drive. Nowhere else are you going to find a high school coach who's also coaching. Um, <laughs> giving, I just got off a, a phone call with a teachhoops.com member. So who else has my cell phone number and, and, and calls me and talks to me about things that he has uh, questions on with his team? Where else are you going to find that on the web? Go over and check it out. Um, like I've said before, it helps us keep the lights on in these podcasts and our YouTube and everything else free. So go over and check it out. And oh. One more thing I forgot. I was going to say, let's head off. Uh, go leave a review. We love those reviews. We read every one of them. Go leave those five-star reviews. Um, and let's head off to the podcast. Bye. Uh, Coach Carter, I'm going to have you uh, introduce yourself. Um, great movie, first of all, Coach Carter. I'm sure you get reference to that a lot. That's a starting point, yep. <laughs> I'm sure it's a – we, we didn't talk about that in our, in our pre-interview. But um, – uh-huh. Anyway, uh, I'm going to have him introduce. So here's what normally what I do, Coach, is I have the coach kind of just explain to the listeners your kind of basketball journey. Okay. So what I mean is kind of you can even go back to your playing days. The person I was talking to last night talked about their playing days. But, um, you know, kind of how do you got into this great game and then how what you've been doing and then how we kind of got to the point where we're sitting where we are talking hoops right now. So um, I'll turn it over to you. 
Awesome. Hey, uh, thank you, Coach. Thank you, Steve. Uh, follow your, your Twitter account. That's how we got connected. Always great content on there. I'm, I'm retweeting and uh, you know, reading all the things you, you share. Yeah, I put, I put, you know, whenever I want to get things, and this is funny, whenever, whenever I want to get things moving, I just put up, should there be a high school shot clock? Send. Oh, that's good. I think that's how we first, we first start. Yeah. Got- people, 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 it, it's, 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 there's no middle ground. Nobody has a middle ground on it. Like mm-hmm. everybody has to pick a side basically. Absolutely. Uh, and it's funny that, the shot clock uh, is, you know, that item for discussion because I, I'm from Princeton. I, I grew up in Princeton. And so obviously watching Princeton basketball, which they ran out <laughs> the shot clock, right? <laughs> Every right. possession, they would shoot maybe two seconds on there. Uh, and if you're a basketball fan, uh, you might remember uh, Princeton versus Georgetown. I do. Uh, and and I, I was a kid. Uh, watching that, you know, Patrick Ewing almost going down to these Ivy League guys, and, and you're an Ivy League guy yourself. So. I do. I remember. I remember. I remember. I think it was, I don't remember who they lost to in the finals, but do you remember when he Ewing blocked all those shots to start the? Oh my gosh! It was just like it was like a flash. It was ball. like he was told to like goaltend, <laughs> like he was just go go out and goaltend. I, I think it might have been North Carolina. I think it might have been Michaels. I don't remember, but. I, I, he did that a lot. He did. <laughs> it was intimidating. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny you say that because my my sons are you know they're finishing their homework and they're they're uh, nine and ten, and they're just kind of like on their phones and like playing video games. So I gave them an assignment uh, two days ago, and I said, okay, I have a big book of college basketball, and I have a big book of NBA top 50 players. And I said, you have to write about two different players every day. And so um, my one son, he's like Steph Curry and, and Michael Jordan. And then my other son wrote about Patrick Ewing. And he's, he's fascinated by the big guys. He's like Kim Olajuwon, Luol Cinder, he changed his name. And so I got him doing a little bit of basketball history. That's good though. And the thing is, I think it will be interesting to have the discussion with him, especially as they get a little bit older about how the game's changed. Like the, the, the days of, well, I think Shaq would still play mm-hmm. in today's game, but the big, big guy, like, you know, is different. It's different now. The game's different. Well, the big guy is, like you talked about, Giannis. You know, he, he can play on the perimeter. Right. And just imagine, if, just imagine if, like, those guys were developed like that. If Bill Russell right. could shoot the three. Right. It's like Magic Johnson. Like, the, you know, he was the beginning of it. But go ahead, Coach. I don't mean to get us off. T- no, no, this is great. This is okay. great. Um, so I grew up in Princeton and, um, you know, watching that Princeton offense and um, going to those camps. And uh, lucky for me, I had um, really great coach, Doug Snyder, and he used to run clinics. And even our rec league was on Princeton University campus. And so uh, he taught us all the fundamentals uh and you know backdoor passes you know chest passes and bank shots and so um when i by the time i got to high school i had some players that are really good uh in front of me um two three thousand point scores on the same team which was unheard of in our high school uh coming from a group two school at the time and what does group two mean what's what does that mean two is like mm, 1600 so i, I okay. guess that's that not time, the biggest that's not the biggest no, it, it's one of the smallest. So group one, yeah, group one. So other places, other states, one will be the biggest. 
Yeah. Uh, but but New Jersey four was the biggest. Group four means uh, you're about it's so hard to keep track. Like one and one is the biggest, and ours and five okay. is the smallest. It's like. Okay. Yeah, I wish they'd uniform that. I wish yeah, I it's so hard when I talk to coaches. It's like they say, you know, oh, I'm triple I'm A. I go, well, what does that mean? Like, exactly. I don't know what that means. Are you a big exactly. school or a small school? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we were, we were grouped to, uh, I want to say maybe 1,200. I think we're up to about 1,800 now. Okay. We are teetering on that group four, group three, group four. Uh, but at the time, um, we had 3,000 point scores. Uh, and basketball like we talk about I, I was I was younger so I was you know a freshman and sophomore and we would like have to sneak in to our varsity games because the games would be packed right um, and you know from that from that point on you got the bug really, you got the bug bad then I remember yeah you got, you got the, the bug, bug. <laughs> uh, me, and my, me and my uh buddy Shahid he's a he's a cop now in uh, in Princeton when I see him every now and again at the coffee shop and then we, we usually revert back to remember being on JV and the coach would give us a, a speech after the game. We'd be like, yeah, coach. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get it. We got to get a seat. <laughs> stop talking. Right? Yes. Yeah, stop talking. Okay. We got to get upstairs and watch the game, the real game. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I, I played basketball. I'm, I'm five ten for the uh, people listening. So, uh, you know, I was a guard, but, basketball wasn't in my foreseeable uh, future to play at the next level unless I was going to be really, really good. Uh, and I went on to play uh, football at Rowan University. Uh, and, and lucky for me, uh, we went to the uh, D3 uh, National Championship. What against position, the, you, what, what position did you play? Cornerback. But we played against... That was going to be my... If you're 5'10", that was going to be my guess. You were going to yeah. do that, yeah. I was, yeah. A, I was a, a DB okay. uh, cornerback. Uh, and it's played on the special teams, but um, it was there's a good Wisconsin D3 football school, a couple of them. I think I think Wisconsin uh, Oshkosh, Oshkosh, they're actually good at soccer too. So Whitewater, Whitewater, yes, yeah, yeah. Those those schools were, were really good, especially this is 97, 98. And so uh, I have a really unique story because I, I I went and played football for two years. And then um, my parents were getting divorced, and I was thinking about leaving school. I, I took a, I took a year off, and then when I went back, how did they? How did the year off go? Uh, like, it did it okay. make you a better student when you came back? Again, self, selfishly Absolutely. asking because yeah, the no, we had it before. Did. Um, it's it's funny uh, when you're an athlete and you're um, you're training and you have that team connection and you. And, and I guess sort of say you have an identity, right? Uh, you, you have that identity as an athlete, as a football, he plays football. And then you, you, you stop doing that and you kind of have to reinvent yourself. And so you do, you reinvent yourself as a student or, um, you know, maybe you find a job. I, I was working actually landscaping, you know, to make money and it made me a way better student. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, I can rake leaves and cut. Well, I, I had a job close to roofing. I was a, uh, I worked for a pool company. And this is, again, this is 98, 99. So I played football for two years, so 99. And that summer was a drought, all right? And so the ground was like concrete. Great. 
and I had just a shovel. We didn't have all these fancy tools. I had a shovel and a pickaxe, and my job was to dig a six-foot ditch every day for a hot tub or jacuzzi next to the pool. Just me. <laughs> uh, I made the dean's list when I went back to school. I bet you did. <laughs> I bet you did. Oh my God. Did you, did you, okay. So it has nothing to do with basketball, but it does have to do with basketball. Cause you, did, did you have a, did you have a plan? Like, was there like, yeah. did you start in the middle workout? Did you try to wet and did you try to make the ground moist? I mean, I can't imagine how hard that ground was if it was a drought. Uh, yeah. You know, we would, we would uh, get the hose and, and, you know, put the water out there. But again, you know, when you're working as a landscaping company and so forth, uh, you, you never know where the, uh, the house guests, where their, where their uh, water, where their hose, where their uh, tools are. So you don't want to like go into their garage, right? right? right. So it's not outside, you know, waiting for you to use. And a lot of times, um, you know, people that have pools also work a lot. So they're not home. So we right. don't want to go and use their, um, their stuff without their permission. Right. So my boss would be like, no, no, don't use it. Don't use it. Don't touch it. Don't, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to be responsible. It's like, oh, you know, their guy went into the garage, grabbed the hose. So a lot of times it was just straight shovel. Oh, horrible. <laughs> horrible. Okay. So, so after that, so you went back to school then after yep. the year off. Uh, went back to school uh, and then I walked onto the soccer team. So, yeah. So this, this journey is, is going, uh, we got some zigzagging yeah definitely got some zigzagging uh walked onto the soccer team and actually went to the national championship uh in 2000 soccer is a tough gig man i'm telling you my soccer players come more beat up than my football players sometimes in the yeah. basketball season yeah I was no pads it's, there's no pads and it's a cheap shot sport you know you're just waiting you're it's waiting a, for the opportunity so i'm sorry for all the soccer coaches out there but it's like First of all, they all take acting classes because every time they get close to them, they flop like you freaking like you think they got shot on on the. I mean, it's yeah. Absolutely, Watch World Cup. It's, it, we had a, we had a couple of Italians, uh, so we went to national championships. So we had a lot of uh, foreign players. We had a guy from uh, Chile. We had two guys from Norway, Czechoslovakia, and our, our Italians. We would say, "Oh, coach, that's not a foul. He's Italian. You know, those guys are the best actors." <laughs> Uh, however, we went to, uh, once, once I graduated, I came back home, uh, and I got a job right out of school and I started coaching, uh, the freshman basketball team. So this was 2005. So we're getting to the basketball journey. Uh, and that is the same year that the movie coach Carter came out. Right. Oh, it did. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, uh, that was big shoes for me to fill. So everyone's like, oh, they're making a movie about you, they're making a movie about you. And I hadn't coached, I hadn't coached, you know, a, a period yet. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope this movie isn't bad. And so I hear Samuel Jackson's going to be playing the lead character. So I'm like, all right, that's good. That's good. And, you know, Samuel Jackson's going to be playing Coach Carter. And I go to see the movie and I thought it was amazing. Right? What did you think of, uh, what did you think of Coach Carter the movie? I liked it. I liked it. It was good. It's in my top 10, probably top 15 of basketball. Okay. What, can, we, can we talk about your, I guess, top three? Uh, well, I like, um, I'd have to look at my list recently, but obviously Hoosiers is up there for me. 
Um, Hoop Dreams is up there for me. Um, Hoop Dreams actually had a a clip in Princeton. It did. It's on Netflix right now, I think. I think it's on Netflix if people want to watch it. When uh, when we had Jawan Howard and and some of those guys when they went to the Princeton camp. So I used to go up there and and watch those guys, me and my dad. And I used to – John Thompson, Raleigh Massimino, Coach K, all those guys, I used to get all their autographs when they – when that. Came, came to Princeton. Came to Princeton. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like um, Space Jams. I think that's a classic. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. There's so many good basketball ones. The best, the best sports movie of all time is Caddyshack. Um, <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. That's the best sports movie of all time. Probably the most quoted sports movie of all time is Caddyshack. But I love uh, Caddyshack. It's I not have really to, a sports to movie, but it kind of is because it's fun. I have to it's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, veering back, my, my first season coach, I was coaching uh, freshman basketball, and I had a 6'8 freshman. He okay. uh, you was know, still a little wet behind the ears, but could block, you know, all the shots. I had a really crafty point guard and then I just had a uh, absolute score I mean he was just a terror so I had a lot of good pieces and we at one point we were 15 and one and uh you know I was coming off the movie coach Carter and so I I did a lot of those things actually you do see in the movies you know the, the fundamental drills footwork um and I took my lessons from playing football uh, and, 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 you know, playing in that national championship and also the things that we did well for the soccer national championship. So I, I took lessons from football. I took lessons from soccer and I tried to, to uh, just mold them together in uh, basketball. And so, you know, team camaraderie, I'm a big uh, team building guy. So we, we, we do, a lot of times, you know, in the winter, a lot of people are fighting for gym space. And so. Uh, <laughs> and there's no, there's no easy solution to the gym space issue because if you build gym space, it just sits there empty while kids are at school. That's the problem. You that's know? true. So the, 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 the finance, the, 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 the financial part of it, it doesn't work for mm-hmm. the companies that want to build gym space because, you know kids are in school from eight to four so it sits there empty during the middle of the day you know and then yeah that's the problem with those gyms yeah yep yep so uh one of the things that i kind of pride myself on was uh not wasting any time and not wasting any space and so uh my guys know that depending on uh the schedule depending on the calendar if it was day before a game um, all right, we would find a, a VCR and a, and a TV. VCR back in the day, right? So we would go right. into the uh, cafeteria and watch film for 45 minutes if, you know, if the cheerleading squad was going to be in the gym or, you know, varsity team wanted to get an early practice. Uh, 
we would do sprints in the hallways. A lot of times the principal's like, well, Carter, what are you doing here? You got, you got kids running all over the school. Oh, we're just, we're just getting a little cardio coach. Right. <laughs> just get a little cardio. So, um, push-ups, we do, you know, fitness. And I honestly, I got a lot of that from uh, Bobby Hurley. Uh, that's actually another good movie. Uh, the street stops here. Have you seen that? I don't know if I've seen that one. Okay. So yeah. Bob, What's the name Bob, of that? The street stops here. Uh, and it's about, you know, him taking just a really small school, uh, St. Anthony's. And I mean, they would work out in like a closet. Right. Guys are like doing bench press, like on a table, like no right. bench and, uh, and they, and a half a gym. And, you know, if, and if you read up on John Wooden, same thing with the old UCLA teams, right. They would, uh, play in like YMCA they didn't have like a spectacular stadium that they trained in and so right. um and and I had to get the kids to buy into that because Princeton I don't know if you know our, our demographics um we have there's a big spectrum so uh we we were actually in the New York Times as one of the top schools for the achievement gap so that's not something to brag about right right yeah kids that are, uh, you know, without low-income low, low income, um, families and then obviously high-income families that would go to the same school and kids would go to Dartmouth and Harvard right. and Princeton right. and certain kids would end up in jail by the time they, before they graduated. And I had these kids on my team. Right. The wide range. The wide range. Actually, on my middle school team this past, uh, this past winter, uh, there was a kid who couldn't afford a tie. There were kids I bought shoes for. And at the same time, there's a kid with a basketball court in his house. Right. Yeah. These guys are on the same, these guys that's are on the a, same that's a, that's a societal problem. I don't think we can solve on a podcast, no. but yes. No, they, but it's, yes, it's yes. unique to our district. Right. Because, you know, certain communities, a lot of times it's, you have the same resources. Right. So what do you think the solution to that is? Oh man, you got how, how long is this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I think our superintendent um, did a good job of at least uh, addressing that we have an equity issue, and so you know, equity not meaning equality. Is, right. Uh, you know, we will give you the resources that you need for you to be successful. Right. Accessibility. That's what we're noticing right now with online learning too. It's not, yeah, it's not. Yeah. You just want to make sure everyone has the opportunity to learn. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they don't. And I was, you know, I would say we're okay. Right. We're school teachers. So we're right. okay. Right. Um, but I have a laptop. My wife has a laptop and now we have to share that between five people because right. my three, kids all have to be on their laptops. They have to be right. They have right. classes, zoom meetings, they have to write, you know, their projects. And so how, how can I grade papers and then still do their homework? So we had to be on a tight schedule, but there are three devices. And I'm glad that I was actually even able to zoom in right under, under my address. Cause sometimes my name doesn't work. I'm, I'm like, people are like, Hey coach, it says Jasmine. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's so 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 explain what you're doing now and let's we can talk about the building a program and stuff i'd love to do that uh so right now i i, I took the middle school 
uh, position uh, to eighth and seventh and eighth graders. I'm the middle school gym teacher. Prior to that, I was the varsity coach in our district for five years. Okay. Uh, and then I was a assistant for the College of New Jersey, Division Three, which was actually my rival school uh, <laughs> when, I, when I went to college. Uh, I went to Rowan University and TCNJ. They're big-time rivals, right. state, both state schools. Um, and I also did a year at the Pennington School where I am the head varsity coach. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, head varsity lacrosse coach. So I coach lacrosse in the spring, and I, I'm coaching middle school hoops in the winter. And I've already and I just started um, AAU basketball team with with two teams. So my both my sons play, and so I have a a full fourth grade team and a full fifth grade team. So I'm, I'm training them on the side. Uh, we are called the Born Ready Ballers. So Born well, I Ready like is that. Like, you like that? I like that. That's a good name. You like that? We'll, 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 put, we'll put a link in the we'll put a link in the show notes. Okay. All right. Uh, Go ahead. Sorry. No. Um. So you wanted to talk a little bit about building a program? Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Um, so how 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 was the transition from the varsity coach to the middle school? How was that transition working? I thought it. I thought it. I thought I, we did well. Uh, we finished eight and seven. With any time you are over five hundred you know, is, I think is a good, a good sign. Um, but prior to me being the head coach, they hadn't won a single game. And the eighth graders, some of the eighth graders played from sixth, seventh, and eighth. They'd only won two games going into their eighth grade year. Okay. So they won, I guess it won two great. And there's something to be said for if you can't win, you know, winning is a habit. Absolutely. Yeah. Winning is definitely a habit. Uh, I think Bill Walsh said, uh, score takes care of itself, right? Score right. takes care of itself. And so just trying to build the right mentality and um, building the right culture. Okay. So um, when I'm building a program, that's one of the things that I want to establish is um, culture. So what is culture? Culture is standards. Culture is expectations. Culture is... Um, how we work, you know, coming on time, um, our attention to the details, uh, you know, our, our shirts are tucked in, uh, you know, we go out, we get a drink, we're hustling, go get a drink. We're not having side conversations. Right. Uh, when, when coach is explaining or, or you're on the side of, on the, uh, you know, of a drill, that's a, what we call a mental rep. So just because you're not in the drill doesn't mean that you can't gain anything from the drill. And, and one of the things I say over and over, just because I'm not talking to you does not mean I'm not talking to you. Right. I don't want to have to keep repeating myself over the same mistake. All right. The guy's going under the screen over a shooter. Right. 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 So what do, you, what do you think the biggest difference between the, the those two levels is? Uh, mm -hmm. I, I personally know what I think the difference is, but what is, what do you think the biggest difference? Well, it's between maturity for one. Right. Yeah, that's that's an obvious. <laughs> well, one. high school's a doozy too. Right. <laughs> uh, so I, I think you know, I mean, the obvious ones: maturity and uh, physicality. You know, understanding. Uh, they just don't uh, middle school. They don't have just the fundamental skills, and so just trying to teach them, you know, proper bounce pass or you know chest pass and boxing. I prefer to middle schoolers like the dog from up. That when 
that would always go squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. You know, it's like you got to keep them. Yeah, you got to keep them moving. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. See, uh, (laughs) it's funny because, and you know, my my practices and and is something that people have, you know, said to me. It's not not that I say about myself. Is that they don't have a a chance to be distracted. Right. And that is good and bad. I, I, I don't put in like a set offense, especially in that middle school or lower level. Like I said, I'm teaching fourth and fifth grade. I don't put set offense in and I, I rarely um, practice like plays, plays because they don't remember. No. <laughs> they don't remember, right? It's so I just put a half hour, yeah. yeah. hour on this play and after a half hour of going over and over and over again, they finally got it. They right. finally got it on Friday night. And then Saturday morning, less than 12 hours, I'm like, all right, run box. Huh? What? Wait, huh? So, all right, get open. You know, someone set a screen. So a lot of times I'll try to simplify it with the concept. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like no matter where you listen, Apple. Spotify, we love those five-star reviews. Make sure you also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Sports Social Podcast Network.